For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I am your chunk. I'm Sick Boy Doge and if I sense she's a chunk, I'll take her back to the station. <laughs> and I'm Carter. <laughs> Go on in, hunk. I've got another one in here. <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. Hey. Hey, Carter. Carter. Why are you the hunk? Why are you the hunk? Because I'm officially better than David Bleach. Okay. <laughs> Explain. Okay. Explain. This okay. is my... David, in all reality, I am better than David. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. David... Gave us 30 episodes. Sure. He founded Two Chunks and a Hunk. He's the reason well, Hunk is in there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I Hunk mean, if we're looking true. around, even though you guys are, are in great shape right now, some of the best shape I've seen you in, it did not possible without surgery. Yeah. Yeah. But lots of surgery. Lots of surgery. This is episode number 31 for me. Hey. So I'm like, I'm like, what does that make me? Veteran boy? Regular boy? Sure. Whatever. I think it makes you... The real one. When I'm the real one. Nomenclature makes you feel valuable. That's what we're committed to calling you. Diamond okay. boy. Diamond boy. I'll Carter. Have a full list at the end. Carter, our diamond boy. Oh, he sparkles with the love of Why a was that my diamond sparkle noise? Spring. <laughs> so, uh, in an effort to not talk about this movie for as long as humanly possible, because, oh, Man, y'all see that new Avengers trailer though? Oh, I did. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Holy, they do it so well. And we were kind of talking about it. I wish I could see the timeline for like how they release yeah. all these because it's so brilliant on how they put things together. Because there's like a Spider Man one tomorrow. Yeah, I like well, how they Saturday. were just like, you know, when we should release it 6 a.m. on a weekday, yeah, would be a good time to release this trailer. To because me, like, I woke up to like just about a thousand different notifications on my phone, whether it's from people texting me. Or right, it's Reddit all those alerts you set to go yeah. off. Google alert. I've got a Google alert for the word <laughs> "avenge." Yeah, it's pretty more. But the second I woke up, I literally woke up, put my glasses on, and hit play on the trailer. Yep. And just in bed with the covers over my head was just like, oh yeah. man. Well, and they gave nothing away. I know they were basically like, "Hey, remember that Avengers movie we made last year? There's going to be another one. Some of the same characters, that's, and that's it." The magic Russo touch. I do real quick before we start talking about Christmas. I do want to talk about. Tony Stark all sad in the ship. I'm yeah. so amped on it. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting place to take that character, isn't it? I couldn't get more hyped right now. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Because, I mean, he's essentially the godfather of, like, the whole series. Oh, big yeah. time. So, just what do we think about? Him, what do we think about the subtitle? What do we think about Avengers Endgame? Love it. Perfect. Couldn't Love help but think it. of the Taylor Swift song, though. Mm, is there a Taylor Swift song? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. The it's, one that's like, it's an end game. She's like, baby, just she's like, say I'm yes. singing about Avengers yeah. in game, the new movie. Yep. Yeah, that's You're probably the my reason favorite for the teardrops on Captain America. Well, she's America. doing the whole yeah. soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah. That's going to be awesome. Perfect. Yeah. And she's also playing Captain America. Is she back yeah. to pop country? Yeah, she is. Speaking of Taylor Swift, did you guys know that she released a Christmas record in 2007? I did know Contains this. the very best Christmas lyric I've ever heard, which is, Here's to the birthday boy who saved our lives. <laughs> it's just an entire song that is a Jesus juke set to music. Wow. She's just like, happy birthday. Um, dear Mr. An asterisk to this whole conversation, though, I'm I'm basically a Swifty. Oh. I do love Taylor Swift. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I loved Red. Yeah. And I loved 19, was it 89? 1989, yep. yeah. And then I'm out. Yeah, that's okay. 
as I recall, this conversation started as a clever way that we thought of to introduce something new coming up. But now we're just talking about Taylor Swift. We're just we, showing okay the world how big of friends we are. We've sort of buried the lead. Okay. No, this particular well, let's, element. Let's, here's a shovel. Here's a shovel. I've got a shovel. That's three shovels. Let's dig up that lead. Avengers Four trailer. Y'all see it? Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about it? Maybe not yet. Not, not yet. When I we feel like there it? might be a better avenue for that. What would that be, Carter? Um, how about? Another episode every week. Two, two, two chunks. Two, two, two chunks. Two, Four two chunks? chunks. Yeah. So I'm. That, that's all I'm going to give. I want to do alongside the Avengers tease. We're going to have a little two chunks tea, tease Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Two, two, not on, not on Tuesdays. Two chunks. Well, the tease now of the recording of this is on a Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah. It's a two chunks tease Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah. all we're going to give you. But be be on the lookout for that in the new year. Another episode. I hope, I hope. In case in case somehow our very clear sentences were unclear, we are teasing two episodes a week. Two episodes starting a week. in January 2019. One of happen. them is bite size, like yep. a little bites muffin. Yeah. So if you like if you're a fan of those tiny, tiny chocolate chip muffins that come in an easy to open bag, then you're gonna love. Consider this new thing the individually packaged muffin of podcasts. Yeah, and you're gonna love your Mondays moving forward. I guarantee it. Wow. That's exactly how we drew up that pitch. Maybe. <laughs> Great. Well, good job, guys. Good execution. Maybe we're born with it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's, it's Mondays. Maybe it's Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's time now, unfortunately, to talk about this. We'll miss you guys. I guess it's time to talk about this movie, huh? Uh-huh. Sure is. Okay. Well, let's just introduce it like we do every movie worthy of being talked about. This movie... Hallmark has presented us with starring the incomparable DJ Tanner. DJ Cameron Hannibal Burris. <laughs> this movie is called Journey, Journey Back, Back to, to Christmas. Christmas. And boy, is it. Doge, I don't even have a joke here because of how little I want to talk about this movie. Doge, synopsify me. For this one, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to read the actual IMDb synopsis. Yay! Because it is so great. Oh, no. IMDb gives us perhaps the best Christmas gift of the season. This synopsis is written by IMDb user happy underscore evil underscore dude. Well, that <laughs> lots oh of twists gosh. in that okay. one. Yeah. Happy evil dude writes. <laughs> what a maze. Happy evil dude writes. A World War II era nurse is transported in time to 2016 and meets a man who helps her discover the bonds of family and that the true meaning of Christmas is timeless. I do just want to point out, happy evil dude, says that DJ Tanner is a World War II era nurse. Yeah. Not just a World War II nurse, but mm. she, we just, we need to make sure that she's well, from Well, but the, she didn't, she didn't serve, she's just a nurse during the time of World War II. She'd never, she's not like, she, she wasn't stationed anywhere. I think there's a better way to phrase that than World War II era nurse. A nurse during the times of World War II? How about a nurse from the 1940s? That'll work. Oh, that's good. Any any of it. There's, there's just so much of this that, yeah, like this movie on the surface seems to make sense and make you go, yeah, of course, yeah. that that that's right. But then You're it falls apart. being very generous. I am being very generous. It's Christmas. Let's talk about this wonderful <laughs> flick. Yeah, let's talk about it. This movie has reached a point to where... Guys, I got to say, I really enjoyed it. I'm in the exact same boat. I really enjoyed it because it has crossed a threshold. Like Christmas Under Wraps was just a bad movie. Yeah. Journey Back to Christmas is epically bad. Yeah, it's a worse movie. Yeah. We agree on that. This is the thing that I would pull the boys together in college for like one of those yes. Walmart bin yeah, exactly. yes. horror type movies. I was glued this one, to the screen this for one, the entirety of this movie. It's it's weird because Journey, or sorry, Christmas Under Wraps. Man, these all have Christmas in them, don't they? Christmas Under Wraps uh, was like just, just real enough to be annoying right. with the yeah. things that happen. And this like is through that membrane of surreal into a whole other reality in which everything yes. that happens makes total sense. Yeah. It's like the pendulum started to swing back towards entertaining again, <laughs> but the pendulum was made of poop. It was yeah. really bad. Perfect. A poop gelum. A poop gelum. And it, it swung really back bad. towards entertaining. Yeah. So the first thing that happens is an old man receives a manila envelope with some 
photos, maybe <laughs> with something in nothing. it. Nothing. Do and, we ever find out what's in that envelope? It's it's DJ's pictures. But he has the camera, so it couldn't be. No, he sent the pictures off to get developed. No, she opened it and looked at the film when he gave her the camera. No, she said he darn. Said, she said darn out of film. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, he took the film out, sent it off to get developed. Those are the pictures the DJ took of young Toby, so Tobito, f- in the hospital. The film stayed good for 50-plus years. She time-traveled through a magic You're bar. Right. Is that really You're where right. you want to take pick a moment? I want well, to take a moment, first of all, and make a high recommendation to see this movie. Yeah. Yes. Don't see Christmas Under Absolutely. Wraps. Please see Journey Back to Christmas. Please watch this. It is. But then I ask myself, is because of the demographic that enjoys this film, the reason we're enjoying it is probably not I think from there's, the same place. I think there's two demographics that would enjoy this film. I right, but one, what makes it the top 15 most watched all time? That has to be the unironic crowd. That has mom, to be the, it yeah. gets the mom vote. That Plus, has to be the crowd. So this is actually working for somebody the way Hallmark wanted it to. Yeah. I don't think it's even the mom crowd. I think it is the crowd of grandparents who are like, Life was better in the 40s. Right. Yeah. I think I think that is who really enjoy cuz uh, spoiler alert, a lot of the message of this movie was like let's not make fun of the old times just because it's old. The old times were actually better and is that Never mind. There's we'll, so much. We'll talk about yeah, we'll talk about the lot. title later. Yeah, but I, I I think that's one crowd. Is unironic, man, this movie was written with me in mind. Yeah. yeah. And then I think another hopefully larger, likely smaller crowd is the fully ironic, oh man, all of the enjoyment comes out of how bad this is. Yeah. I'm 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 totally here to help build that crowd. Yeah, like, I landed in go. camp Come two on over. pretty firmly. It'll be there. I promise. It Hallmark Christmas movies make over half a billion dollars every year. That is insane. That is really is that all advertising? Are they selling advertising? I mean, how I mean it's got to be. I mean, it made how much money off of us? $7. Yeah, so like to rent or even purchase and the kind of people that this was made for, and again, we've always said kind of people, even when we've been the kind of people, like for Lord yeah, of the Rings yeah. and Harry Potter. Oh, totally. Every movie has so a that, kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so those are the people that are still buying like Blu-rays and DVDs, and like uh, they I don't stream Blu-ray. it. Yeah, right, Blu-ray. but I'm saying too is I think like, they're the people that still buy cable packages. Right, like there's <laughs> yeah. something, anyways, it's, I don't even know, there's so much I want to talk about. Okay, let's go, let's start, let's start trudging through it. After the old man receives his manila envelope that we don't know has pictures in it yet, we don't know who this old guy is yet, we right. flash back in time to DJ and her friend Dottie, Dottie in a movie theater watching newsreels. DJ leaves crying. And she goes, I didn't know there was going to be news. I didn't know there was going to be news. Because a world war doesn't make news that often. <laughs> yeah, for real. If I know anything about going to the movies during World War II... It's that you always have to have a montage of your good boys fighting in the trenches. I'm pretty sure that's real. I'm pretty sure that happened. No, no, no. I'm saying oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. So speaking of that voice you just used, was anybody else a little disappointed by the lack of Candace Cameron Bure? Uh, oh, no, I'm a World War II. Like there was no, yeah. she didn't sound quite enough like Dorothy from thing. Wizard of Oz. From nothing, my nothing that happened in the 40s felt like it was happening in the 40s. No, except for not the cars, Except for the cars. Yeah, the cars were very 40s. And those clothes that I've never seen in my life. <laughs> I, um, can I, I, I have to, because it's like a, just an annoying itch on the back of my throat kind of thing that just, I can't get over. I'm super dumping now. Whoa, that's normally my role. So DJ... She, she, she said, okay, the best way for me to be able to portray someone who is confused and also sorrowful and also uncomfortable is just to the, the entire movie to fill her lines with, I mean, what is it? Wait. I'm going to die if you don't stop. Gluten free. (laughs) It was so bad. And that joke, the gluten free joke, is how I know this movie was made for people my grandparents' age. I was just about to say that. Because they're just like, gluten free, that sounds like some liberal stuff. Right. That's the biggest change we've had in 70 years. Gluten. (laughs) We're taking gluten out of food now. She's confused by gluten, but she sees an iPad and is just like, yeah. (laughs) Like, Let me just. At no point is she like the future is here. Yeah, I want to point out that the thing that's gluten free is toothpaste, toothpaste, which cannot be gluten free or gluten filled. 
I mean, it could if you tried hard enough. I mean, I guess you, you could, could have make bread paste out of bread. Ew. <laughs> No. Can I interest you in a loaf I'm of gonna, toothpaste? I'm going to start calling butter bread paste. Oh. <laughs> Pass the bread paste for my rolls, please. I can't believe it's not bread paste. <laughs> <laughs> I am an utter shock. There's the, like the overall thing of, and I, I don't want to take too much away from what you guys would very creatively be able to bash, but <laughs> like how do nobody is appalled enough even after we have discovered she's actually a time traveling person, yeah, it's like everybody nobody accepts is nearly nobody shocked reacts enough. The trend in these movies after seeing two seems to be the supernatural is so easily accepted. Maybe that's the magic of Christmas, you know. Oh yeah, the magic is in. Maybe the, that's the good old days that we just need to get back to. In the 1940s, they were just like magic sounds like does a plan. It, I mean, does it feel like a slap in the face to the 1940s? Like, who's offended more, like current day or back then? Because they make both current look day. kind of ignorant. Current day for sure. Well, and I'm speaking as a young boy, so maybe I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah. So well, let's move on. We're in the 40s. Uh, she's, she's in the hospital. She's yeah. all sad. She connects two people for love. and then DJ she, only knows how to work uh, as a physician. As a yeah, 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 she's a doctor again. Yeah. And so she talks to Tobes, Toby. And did you guys, am I the only one that immediately knew Toby was the nope, old man from the future? Okay. Immediately knew. I just Toby wanted to check. Did not. Future. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay, good. That might be the first sentence, the first time that that sentence has ever been said out loud. Yep. Also, am I the only one that knew immediately that Toby was the old man from the future? Well, there we go. We <laughs> did it. it. We witnessed a brand new yeah. baby sentence being born. There it is. That was the wonderful. Wild. It's uh, evolving. So she oh. reads a book and then she's like, peace out. Gotta go. Where, as soon as where, she, as soon as she left the camera. Uh, they're doing like a staff party upstairs or something. They're singing. Oh, Dottie calls her doing Christmas And singing. apparently singing Christmas carols is hilarious. Yeah. Because they finish like singing and they're like, let earth receive her king. What? was so fun. It was so strange. So DJ is driving home. Uh, and isn't she going somewhere specific or just home? I think she's driving home. Wait, no, she, no, no. You're not to the wreck yet. No. Okay, good. Because she's yeah, yeah. she's going home and then encounters Pup. Pupper. The dog. Yeah, named yeah. Ruffin. 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 So, so she brings Ruffin back to his family's I'm going to set the tone for how I feel about this movie right now. Do it. My super pump for this movie is that there's dogs in it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the dogs and Ruffin. I wanted to touch them. Ruffin is a very cute boy. Ruffin's a, a cute, cute boy. boy. Yeah. He's a cute boy. And then she returns Ruffin, the cute boy, to his cute, cute home. And immediately the mother of the family goes, please stay the night. What? Well, not not to mention, though, and it's <laughs> also what makes the the future wreck that's about to happen. Spoilers. Less likely. She says, I just live over on Elm Street. As though it's like, I'll be home in two a minutes. A few blocks away. But in a small, and we didn't even talk about the credits. Like it opens just like Christmas Under Wraps. Yeah. And Full yeah, House. Exactly Skyshot. The they love yeah. it. Um, and her wreck, quote unquote, is just she runs aground on the curb. Guys. There's my super dump. Oh, okay. Hallmark doesn't know how to shoot any scene with a vehicle. Yeah. As we determined <laughs> last week when... When the airplane? Andy Claus turned around and it was like a high intensity moment when he got the call that his dad had totally He's not in a like Santa a heart Kmart parking lot? Exactly. And then this, <laughs> this wreck is just like, oh, 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 darn my car. It is hitting something. Yeah. Now I cannot drive it. Very bad. Yeah, and also the snow was sudsy. I don't know yeah, if you caught that. Yeah, it looked that. like soap. It smeared like like Well, I guess it probably was soap. It probably, probably was, was soap, soap, but like come on. Again, like filmed over a long weekend essentially. And did they take that from It's a Wonderful Life? Is there a car wreck and it's Doesn't a he get life? in a car wreck before he goes to the bridge? I don't know. Spicy take. It's a Wonderful Life is a bad movie. Whoa. It's not that spicy. I feel like it's pretty widely accepted, right? No. I don't think so. Really? No, yeah. I like watching it. I don't think it's good, but I like watching it. Okay. Well, sort of we, can't, we, can't, we can't get there right now. Yeah. No, I don't want can't. this to be There's awesome. not enough time. No, yeah. All right. So she is in a wreck and her completely logical thought process is... Get out and run to a gazebo. Let me go hide in this tool shed. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that's what I learned yeah. early on is bad snowstorm, tool shed. Get in the tool shed so as quickly as you can. Maybe Hide with those hammers. Maybe Hide with the hammers. Her worst acting moment in this whole movie is the like uh, 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 during the <laughs> snowquake. <laughs> the snowquake. Yeah. Right. Snow what's like, I don't know. What? What if this was a movie called Snowquake and it aired on the Sci-Fi Network? The the we people would eat it up. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch it. I'd are watch they it. kind of the same thing? Like, are are these like? 
in terms of like entertainment quality and writing quality, sci-fi original movies for moms. They're sci-fi almost, feels more self-aware. Sci-fi is very self-aware. Especially with like, like they didn't used to be. Probably not. they didn't used to be, but then Sharknado, Sharknado was happened. the catalyst to be self-aware B movie. So would you say that sci-fi jumped the Sharknado with Sharknado? Boo. Thanks, guys. I best, would. I thought that was brilliant. Joke I've ever I didn't be respond Doge's last episode. because I'm crying <laughs> at how brilliant that was. So she wakes up and... Which uh, can we talk about? Christmas Comet. We didn't talk about the Christmas Comet. Yeah. The real magic of Christmas is this meteorological event that occurs every 71 years. Every 71 years. Do you believe in miracles? Is the Comet a miracle? I think it's a miracle if you're asking just like you do sometimes, <laughs> Just like you do sometimes. Guys. So she wakes up in the shed. Mm-hmm. Doors Crazy locked. things be happening in that shed. Wait, and guys, I the one thing that I can agree on with the rest of this town is that gazebo is <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like it transcended time. How gorgeous this gazebo was! Oh my god! Why don't we put lights on the gazebo anymore? The gazebo. We're gonna it's get to that. So pretty. Speaking of transcending time, nothing in the shed changed. Apparently, in about 65, 60, Well, there's some humor years. there, because really, does anything in the shed change? Sheds never change. Sheds are born and die. If there's one thing, <laughs> if there's one thing I know about what appears to be untreated wood in a climate that regularly gets lots of very wet snow, nothing's going to happen to that over 71 years. It <laughs> so won't she, look any different. She drops her purse on the way out the window. Her little, and little bag. A doesn't notice, B doesn't care, one of yeah. those two. Jumps out. She doesn't notice. Puts her heels back on because Natch. And then uh, heads into town Yeah, for she, basically the rest of this movie. Can yeah, we yeah. talk first? Okay, no. I feel like I'm stealing too many things. No, please. Okay. No, go. So smart choice for them to use like cell phones and stuff. That That's going to be something that blows your mind, right? Yeah. If you're traveling well, it into should, the future. Theoretically. But do you know what the first frame was of, though? I huh. took a note of this. That they spent time on? Doge, why don't you tell us what the first frame was? There were three shots that DJ's looking around the town. She's confused. There are three shots. The three things that Hallmark Channel decides most epitomize the world in 2016. First, skateboard trip. First. Yeah. yeah. Skateboards. Second, texting. Yeah. Third. <laughs> third is an automatic car trunk. Yeah. That yeah. opens with somebody's bleep, bleep. key fob. Oh, my God. Like she just freaks. Those are the three things that Out. are gonna blow our mind. You just described what I use every day. You you text <laughs> on your skateboard while driving to open your car trunk. Yep. And why why is 2016? I don't know. The world's kind of crazy. I mean, we live sure. we live near Dallas in the city. There are crazy people here. You know, other cities not too far away. Keep Austin weird. All that kinds of stuff. Sure. So like. What town calls the cops on a lady that's dressed like that's she's from my the 40s? thing? This kid is like, "Are you lost?" And she's like, "I'm just confused." And he's like, "911, this is my emergency." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, what? So Officer Jake and his partner—I oh. don't even remember her name—is she given a name? Probably not. They go back I'm going to go with Deborah. I think she is. Officer Jake and his partner, probably Deborah. I, I wish we knew who what Deborah was though, and like what relation to him. She's his sister's best friend. Exactly. Best friend. Oh. There's so many gift Immediate, wrap. I was about yeah, to say, yeah, yeah. immediately no, she's like, it's got to be tough working as a police officer for this many years with your sister's best friend whom you went to high school with. Don't you remember? Yeah. No, every, no, none of this dialogue would happen if a camera wasn't present. No. Anyway, Officer Jake takes her back and in a totally Normal, legitimate maybe. and realistic, <laughs> totally not abusive police power says, I'm going to take this confused woman back to my farm and um, observe her. If I sense she's yeah. a fraud, I'll bring her back to the station. What I'll do is I'll take her to my farm and observe her. Um, was she a great big fat person? <laughs> was she from the 40s person? <laughs> like, unreal. Officer Jake's a serial killer, yeah? Yeah. It That's puts the, the cardigan on its skin. <laughs> or else it gets the hose again. Because <laughs> she was so beautiful later on when she puts on that those those gray jeans and the... And the scarf. The Appalling. Thing. Like modern day Cinderella. She <laughs> never changes her hair. No. I was waiting for the moment. It's I was the waiting la- for the Princess the Diaries. Yeah. The Princess Diaries, like, I have made her beautiful. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. So we were about to get to the introduction of a character, and I super dumped already. 
but it's because I forgot this character is in this movie because she doesn't matter even oh. one tiny bit. Oh, 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 My actual super dump is Gossip Mom. Yes. What, what on, on earth, earth no, is no, no, she no, no, doing no. in this movie? What's that's, her that's point? That's mine, too. That's mine, too. She's almost mine. She super- has a name. Oh, her name is Belinda. Belinda. <laughs> I'm almost more mad at Gossip Dad, but we'll get there. The well, whole thing just felt like just so like we, we need an antagonist. There has to be somebody who's mean. And her motivation oh, was... Everyone's wearing those hats now. You're not going to believe this. I can't believe that that is in this movie. Like, yeah. what's her purpose? Right. To show how evil 2016 is and that well, things the were just ending, better in the good old and days. And then the Gossip Dad is just... A whipping boy? Yeah. That's Did y'all look into the alternate ending? ending? No, tell like me about they it. They wanted kind of like a more like real life, like not necessarily a happy ending, but obviously Hallmark movies make money off of being happy endings. Sure. So DJ gets burned at the stake. Oh, yeah. Like more of like a yeah. true crime They thing. think she's a witch. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Making so, a Gossip Mom. It's Netflix documentary. Yep. That's really yeah. cool. So, and then that one little kid's in the lawyer's office. That's like, him. Am I going to get the guy to WrestleMania? Yeah. You they're called like, it. No. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's bad. She has no place there. No, none at all. I I was infuriated by her mere presence. Can we not talk about her anymore? Um, Basically, if you haven't seen this, what you need to know is that there's a gossip mom in this movie who just spreads a bunch of stuff about DJ because she's mad that she looks like she's from the past, but then later has her mind changed whenever DJ demonstrates that she's from the past. And her response isn't to go, see, I was right all along. She's a freak. It's to go, you know what? Maybe she really does love Christmas and this town. So here's right. how I would put it. Have you seen, if you've seen Fairly Odd Parents, their teacher. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, she's just their teacher with no motivation. Because at least if he proves that fairies exist, he wins something, I guess. But if she proves that this woman's from the 40s, nothing happens. And that's cool. Like, and he is, her husband is such a stock photo. He's just like a a holding things like, well, all right, honey, I'm not totally sure I believe this, but whatever you say, I'll be here to hold your stuff. It's like, oh, gross. Yeah, not good. So from here... DJ is still confused. Her first morning at the farm, she wakes up just very early. She leaves. Because, you know, she's got that good 1940s work ethic. She wakes up very <laughs> early and... Uh, she makes the bed. Makes the bed. And then goes to her old house, which is now... Uh, I wrote the name of the oh. store down because it was written by somebody who... What? Uh, I, I don't the store it. is called Organic Planet. Organic Planet. Here's the thing. Your it's finest, an organic planet? Your finest retailers of gluten-free toothpaste she, and all those things those dumb millennials love. She clearly, up to this point, still has not grasped that she is not in the 1940s anymore. And all I have to say is, why does Candace Cameron Bure consistently play such dense characters? Well, I got to tell you, like, in this movie, what she has, I really, I seriously only think she has one emotion. Even when we're supposed to have like an, a dips down and like coming back up and maybe even falling in love, but then I'm not gonna say anything about the end or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. But like the look on her face, I really do think stays the same frame for frame. The cardinal sin of this movie is that DJ has no arc whatsoever. She, no, she neither grows nor changes. Like her right. whole the whole time is spent. She's just like, I just love Christmas and I want to go back to the 40s, and that's her whole thing. Like. She there is no obstacle for her to overcome other than being temporally displaced. I guess. Yeah, it's it's so bad. Can we talk about the difference? So is he living with his parents? Yeah, he's yeah. got to be. He How much older are they than him? Though he lives in a house out back. Right. And so does his sister. His parents have like a. It's like a compound. I thought his sister was just in town for the holidays. No, I thought but they like, all lived in different houses. Guys, they almost look the same age, though, right? Yeah. Am I just taking a shot at this well, dude? Well, and this dude, the uh, Officer Jack, whatever his name is, is Jake, Jake is just off brand Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Mm, that's, his whole, that's his whole thing. I actually steez. really liked him. I liked what he was able to do with this character. I, I felt like he was at least better acted than Andy Claus. I think he would have been yeah. a better main character than Candace Cameron. That, listen, no disrespect, Deej, but that's not a very high bar. No, no, not at all. Can we just briefly say the phrase eggs, sunny bay? That's what she thought that the little girl was saying when she said Uggs okay, on eBay. Here's a confession. I laughed. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. So I did a little bit of did a little bit of movie math. Okay. 
DJ's character was born in 1912. That makes her 33 that years makes her old. 33 years old. She's pretty clearly not 33 She's years old. Not 33 years old. I know. Yeah. It was driving me crazy. The I think whole at movie. the time she was 40 or 39. Yeah, I would. I would totally buy that. So basically, there's a whole plot line where Jake finds her purse in the barn. He researches the Paris Moon perfume and finds out that it's actually a vintage perfume that they discontinued in like the 50s or something. It's just irresponsible is what it is. It's just irresponsible, this movie, with plot lines. And, and then we get we get legitimately like logic. a 40-second scene in which Toby removes the camera from the safe. Why does everyone hate her so much? I everyone hates crazy people. Like, okay. there's not a... Like, for a movie series and for a channel that is supposed to have a... And even Christmas, like, the spirit of, of all of this is, hey, guys... Let's be more accepting of other people. Yeah. And let's get to know them better and have some empathy. No room for it anywhere here. And there was there's different ways to do that. You could just make it Belinda and then everyone else is cool with it from the start. But like it can't seem so out of place. I know. That one person is the No, I mean, uh, let me take her back and observe her. You know, I've got a Yeah, that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. There's no like internal logic. You know what I mean? It oh, feels like a fe- it's a fever dream of a movie. <clears throat> it oh, is. we'll get there. I- Did you guys notice that they're going out of their way to not say that Chet died? They kept saying Chet is gone or like since Chet left or since Chet didn't come home. Well, and he's yeah. not on the he's not on the memorial. So even before the memorial, yeah. though, I was like, there is no way that Chet's dead. That's what made me think somehow crazy because we've done a lot of time travel recently that old man was Chet. Yeah, that's what I thought. And but I was at like, first, I, there was, I was either like, wait, what happened? He's either. So basically, once we introduce time travel, she can either travel to the future and fall in love with Toby's son. Right. She can travel to the future and find out that she adopted Toby. Right. She can meet like her old self. It just it depends on the type of time travel <laughs> that we're doing. <laughs> yep. So I, I want to wait. I have a specific spot that I want to reveal my super dump, and it's not where we're talking okay. about just okay. yet. The next thing that happens is that is uh, Jake and. I keep wanting to say Jake and Amy because I'm real deep I in Brooklyn Nine Nine right now. Jake uh-huh. and DJ, uh, Jake and DJ dance to '40s Christmas music. Weird. Is no, this was before Toby, right? Uh, uh-uh. I think that that was like Toby. Oh, but it's before we meet Toby we as a group. Toby, okay, before we you. know that he's Toby, we just see yeah, a yeah, yeah. forty second shot of this old man taking a camera out of a safe. His family reacts to walking in on them dancing as though they walked in on a match of Wii Sports. They yeah. really do. They are like appalled that this middle-aged single dude would dance with the pretty woman from the yeah. past. Maybe it's the fever dream, but there's something about the whole family's vibe with the newcomer. Uh, and the only one who really is on the newcomer's side and like trying to get them integrated and stuff. It's it, made me, kid. it made me feel like Get Out. It's gotta be the kid. Oh yeah, a little it had bit. Get Out vibes. A little bit. I was like, this is creepy. And I love how his family's like, how could you do this in front of Deborah, your sister's best friend and the police officer that is your coworker? Everyone knows her. she loves you. And, he, and then he goes, Are, is this some sort of secret female language that I don't understand? Yikes, Hallmark. I, I projectile fire hose vomited all <laughs> around my apartment. This is actually, I skipped over part of my notes. This is actually after the whole family has gone thrifting for 1940s clothes. So they're like already slightly on on Team Deej. Or at the very least, enabling. Yeah. In their minds. Yeah. I had a hat like that. It's what? what? It's worth that much? Not to mention you're looking at a magic computer. Yeah, that's what you're surprised Why by. Why isn't that blowing your mind? That's what I'm saying. Is like, she's oh. from the 1940s. She should be like, hmm, I'd like to heat up this macaroni and cheese. And they could be like, microwave. And she should be like, what? And then Guys, explode. I really, so here's how, and you guys... You made a great point, and this is why I'm falling into this revelation. But you're talking about how, um, I mean, you you guys still buy DVDs and Blu-rays, Blu-rays or things Wouldn't like that. Wouldn't be caught dead with a DVD. Right, so the, demog- that 4K now, the demographic that, that watches the movie, who we're pitching this to. So this lets me know Chris, like Hallmark knows what they're doing to an extent. Yeah. he It could have easily been that he's playing an MP3. Like we've gone way past a CD, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, their yeah. their version of the future and of 2016 is that these something from the, the most, yeah, futuristic yeah. way to represent playing music for you. Oh, they, uh, I guess they used to call them albums. Like actually, no, they still do. No, dude, yeah. He could have turned it on. I guess his it, phone. I guess it's, he should, he should have said a, a line like, "Oh, I guess you're used to vinyl." 
or something like that. Yeah, he yeah. should have been like, "Hey Alexa, play these sweet yes. tunes. Yes. Play Despacito." And then she, yeah. and yeah. then she would be like, "Who is Alexa?" <laughs> yeah, no, I, you're she'd you're writing like, a better be like, story. My name's DJ. You're writing a better story. Well, I did want to point out that the, up. that the uh, the thrift store owner says. Kids just aren't interested in this old stuff anymore. It's all about the 80s now. There's the message. And the 80s are old, by the way. They're not old, old, but like by definition, they're older than today. And maybe I have a millennial shaped chip on my shoulder, but it feels like the implied message of this is kids today just don't get it. We need to go. We need to journey back to Christmas whenever Christmas was really actually That is the message. That's not a lens. That is the message of this movie. Because I think that's what journey back to Christmas means because we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. She journeys forward to Christmas. Yeah. So let's get, so Toby reveal that he's Toby, right? Hang on. I do want to talk about the way that Jake sings while they're caroling. He introduces an extra syllable into the middle of everything. So they're singing, (laughs) they're singing, uh, God rest you merry gentlemen. And he goes, Oh, tidings yeah. of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, an H in the middle of every single word yeah, that he sings. That was weird. I think I was so deep within the story pudding that I couldn't swim my head up enough to breathe in that sweet extra syllable because I don't know anything that you're talking about. It is the greatest right thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. I wish that I had, I don't know, they used to call them albums. Some way to listen to that right now. <laughs> they used Wait, to also, can albums. I say uh, maybe the worst writing of all of this is that, I mean, do we understand that dog breeds all look the same? For real. That's unbelievable. Do when we she understand? She sees a dog. Like we, anytime she sees guys, she's like, is that Ruffin? A golden retriever. The most, the number one most popular dog in the United States is Ruffin? golden retriever. He's like, oh, hmm. We could have chosen a smarter person to travel through time. I mean, like this was bad. So, so I actually, actually had say- that thought for a while of like, why does fate choose this person? Yeah. Why well, I know, I know why. Dumb, dumb. They they tell us why in the end. That's true. They do tell us why because even the smallest stone makes a ripple in the water. That, was That's that true. supposed to be deep? Yes. Yeah, it was for. Yeah, it was for sure supposed to be deep. Okay. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have had all the dogs. So. We do. She, we do actually actually get the line. I cannot for the life of me remember her real her character's name. That's okay. I'm just gonna call her DJ. We do get the line while we're singing. Somebody's like, "Wait, why are we caroling?" And then. I don't remember who it is. Maybe it's, it's like the, the mom. best way to spread Christmas cheer. <laughs> literally says the line, DJ inspired us. All of us. That's how, that's the entire line. That's how she reads the line. DJ inspired us. All of us. So I want to talk about <laughs> Toby and the library and some other yeah. stuff. Turn the hospital into a library. So we go to the hospital library, the library. And while we're there, we find a secret passageway of unused, perfectly good storage that hold the only Christmas lights in the entire town, apparently. That have remained unchanged for 71 years. She says, let's light the gazebo. And everybody's like, but where do we find those? And then she's like, I know someplace that used to exist. Goes to the public library, which might as well be a World War II artifact in the first place as far as the modern did, age goes. Did Tobes give her the key? Is that where she got the key or did it travel back in time? I think with it her? traveled back in time with her because it was her, her locker, right? From the hospital? I don't remember. So much is contradictory. Because if you have made such a bonehead move as a town to transform something that could save people's lives into something that has history, like a library, then why don't you have the history and the knowledge to know what happened in your town, your small town, 70 years ago? What small town doesn't hold on to tradition? Yeah, for real. You didn't give us... They didn't give us any kind of reason for why... They just threw the tradition aside except for, well, technology took us over. I think we're supposed to assume that people were too busy texting and tweeting to be able to... Too busy skateboarding and working those cool automatic car trunks. Yeah, technology took over and all of a sudden everybody was more interested in the YouTubes than they were in celebrating with with dear old Gam Gam. You know what? They they had... They were... They were doing all. They had all the Facebook, and they didn't have their face in the book. <laughs> the good, the good book that is. <laughs> good one. So they go down and they open up the locker, holding the own, the last remaining Christmas lights on planet Earth. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> which is the whole reason they didn't decorate the gazebo because they lost the only Christmas lights on planet Earth. Guys. They found them. They decorate the gazebo, but but I want to talk more about something else, and that is our visit to Dottie. 
this is my super pump. I love this. I think it's really sweet. There a lot of these reveals for the end. So here's the thing: like we had talked about, uh, we had talked about at the beginning, we liked this because yeah. it, it's it fully embraces the surrealism of it. And so a lot of these reveals at the end worked for me. Like in my notes, I have sections of all caps. Like, oh shoot, we get to see Dottie. Ruffin's family adopted Toby. The big one about what Deej did in the past to make all of this possible. You know what I mean? Like right. I was like really into those in the moment. So my super pump is actually here in this scene. You are burning holes in me with your eyeballs. Please tell me why you're looking at me. He's like talking that. to Jordan. So, first of all, I will say I loved the reveal that that uh, Ruffin's family adopted Toby. Actually, genuinely loved that. I think that was great. I think it's really sweet. But in the scene in the hospital with Dottie, we see, we hear what what is it that Dottie says? Like, Kara. And then she's Rose like, what? Bud. So she goes over. <laughs> <laughs> she goes over to the mantle. Yeah. I guess. That's where it is. She goes over to the mantle, grabs the card, and the card is a postcard that she sent. Nope. Already! And here's my super dump. If you're going to make a movie about time travel, you have to follow the rules. Well, and they didn't even have to give themselves too many slots to to fit those rules. Right? All they had to do was not this. Not this. That's the only thing they had to do was yeah. not this. You blew it. What, broke, bothers, what bothers you about this element? Because it means she's already been back, and she hasn't. That's not how time travel works. No, this is operating on the one that time is a closed loop. This is like the future and the past are set in stone. You can visit, but you cannot affect. No, th this is operating. We have now said it has to be two realities. She cannot exist two places at once. She hasn't gone back to the past yet, so she cannot have sent the postcard. No, That's no, no, not no, how no. a closed loop works. This is, this is like the time travel in Interstellar where we say she sent that postcard because she has already done that. Her life exists in 1945, a brief stint in 2016, and then back in 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, until she dies her natural death. But she can't have sent it if she hasn't gone back yet. She has already gone back. She lived there. She's in 2016. The part of her life that's in 2016 takes place after she has lived in 1947 or 48 or whatever. No, that, that is sent. irresponsible. That is shirking the responsibility of a time travel I'm story. telling you, that's just a different kind of time travel. That's the set in stone theory of time travel. You have the the... But see, that's different than what we say we're supposed to be doing when we say even the tiniest stone can make a ripple. Because if it's really set in stone, she cannot remember anything that she learned in 2016. What I'm saying is, essentially along your lines, but what I'm saying is, if I'm supposed to believe that all of this is happening to her, like, if we want to get into like time is a flat circle and she is destined to repeat this again and again and again for eternity, that's a different movie. That's what I think. That like, is not this movie. No, no that's what I, exactly what I think this is. Like, if somehow she were able to medically stay alive until 2016, which would put her at uh, 104. If she lived to Possible. 104, she could encounter her past self in 2016. Well, Dottie looks pretty good for 104. Dottie looks incredible for 104. In my 31st episode, if, if you were to say 31 episodes ago, y'all are going to have a pretty heated argument intellectual eye-opening argument about time travel um, that's going to open people's minds and people are going to have to pick sides. It's going to be during a really bad Christmas Hallmark Christmas movie. I, I, I was sitting here like I had some, some Billy Dimples the whole time. Just like, this is amazing what this movie has done to us. For y'all to, I mean, it's, it just shows the passion of the pod. I think you're I was exactly furious. right. You I think you're exactly were, right. This was amazing. It is not cohesive. What they do is not cohesive. And I think I'm trying to pull them to the left and you're trying to pull them to the right. You know what I mean? Because uh, to me, if, if, if what we are operating on is when she goes forward in 2016, she has already been back to the past again. Everyone should know. What she did already. They should know the connection to the great-grandparents and all. Like, that would be passed down already. I don't think that when she returns to 1945, people know that she's been in the future. I don't think that she tells people I've been to the future. That is absurd. And I'm not mad at you. I'm thinking mad. she should have done that. She yes! should have gone, hey, Chet, I thought you were dead. By the way, I just spent like a week in 2016. Or at the very least, she should be known as Aunt DJ to that whole family because she loves them and has grown a relationship with them already. Like her priority in life should be seeing them they grow. Moved, she moved away. 
That is ridiculous. She and Chet moved away. They to keep Florida. in touch with post. Do you get what I'm like? No, so no, no. It doesn't believe that they moved to Florida because she was like, I can't escape the fact that I've gone to the future, and so I want to get far away from everything. Maybe does she remember what happened in the future when she's back in 1945? How could she not? She lived it. But that's what I'm saying. Like that depends on the kind of time travel that this is. What What is the memory erasing time travel? If she If she is living, here's the deal. If time is set in stone the way that they they say that it is. Uh, the whole, um, you know, if she was able to live to 104, she could encounter her past self. If it's like she travels forward in time, but that doesn't displace her actual self. So maybe the moment that she comes into the future is the moment she died. That could be it. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, who knows? The bottom line is, is Hallmark insanity. said, you know what, we should do write a time travel story, and they didn't do it responsibly. Oh my gosh, it's just... It's just that was gross. amazingly nerdy. So I, loved it. I do want to talk about the fact that uh, the little girl in this, the the obligatory Hallmark kid in this, says that she when she's talking to DJ about Toby, she said he's an old man who believes in time travel. Yeah, dude. How does he believe in time travel? No, that's the uh, that's the the number one thing that he tells everybody. He's like, hey, what's up? My name's Toby. I'm an old man. I believe in time travel. But how does he believe in time travel? It's Match.com blurb. <laughs> I'm uh, 72. Believe in time travel. All he has are uh, the pictures from DJ's camera. He has no reason to believe that she traveled in time because according because what happened in the past timeline, like from Dottie's position, when Dottie observed the past, Dottie said, huh, DJ went missing for like two days right around Christmas in 1945. She came back and Chet was back too. Yeah. And that's everybody's position, like when they're observing DJ's life. So what makes Toby believe in time travel? I don't know. It was so... I don't think it had to be that obvious. I don't think you had to gift wrap, even though it's the Christmas season, so many plot things. Like how they say Homie is his sister's, younger sister's best friend. Or how they say yeah. he believes in time travel. Or, oh, we happen to have a postcard of how the gazebo used to look. Mm. Like, you don't need that. Everything does have a nice bow on it. It does. And it, it shouldn't. No. In this type of story. Not at all. So to the surprise of absolutely no one, Toby uses, suggests that we use the comet to help DJ travel back to Because that's what Christmas. makes the most sense. So what if, they, what if they had left her in this tool shed overnight and uh, they're like, it happened, she's gone. And they go back and they open the door. To death. What if they go back and open the door and she is just like, has covered herself in like straw and dirt and is just like sucking on her toes. <laughs> and then I like, open yeah. the door and she's just like, Oh, like, I had so many funny has fully like gone there crazy. Been, like there's a demi gorgon eating her face. They're like, just like oh, just all sorts of so things. So she happening. was crazy. I was okay, just picturing oops. Walking Dead. Open all the walkers, come out, and then Sophia. But you've got a whole city that like nobody. This is not making any kind of news outside of this town. It's like unbelievable. Hey, do you remember when that lady time traveled and we sent her back through the shed? <laughs> and how is what? everybody not being like? I need like, one person freaking out. I need yeah, one person real. just everybody else freaking. just smiling and warm and fuzzy. And one person gossip like, mom, by the way. Me? Yeah. Gossip oh. mom seems weirdly happy for everyone. Because gossip mom is fully convinced once DJ takes her down to the secret tunnels beneath the library. Yeah. That's a Nacho Libre reference. The she was, library catacombs. She was redeemed. It was that's the best thing about this. Everyone had a redeeming quality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The way that this is framed, DJ. it absolutely looks like the comet is gonna hit Toby. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys notice that? Yeah. We're like tracking with the comet, and then we do a, a fast zoom in yeah. on Toby's head. And it's like dude's about to get dinosaured into Honestly, extinction. that would be incredible. Yeah. Oh man. So she travels, she journeys back to Christmas. Oh and uh at the exact moment that Chet is walking around the corner. Super pump. Yeah, that's my super pump. Because this stupid moment, this like, ah, well, w why don't you get your husband to help you with that? Oh my God. This Yikes. moment is what made it official that this was just an awful, yeah. awful movie. It ended perfectly for the kind of movie it ended, it ended up being. Thank yep. you. Yes. <laughs> yes. There he is. Guys, they cut like, to credits you, before they could next. even kiss. I know. There's not a single mouth kiss. Well, they cut to credit. Like, it, I think Jake and DJ mouth He's like, kiss what once. do you think about no, that? Not guys. Jake and DJ. It's Jake and Deborah. Yeah, Jake and Deborah mouth kiss. It's once. like they had to hurry it up for a, for a, a breaking news alert. <laughs> like, they cut it <laughs> finish, so finish, short. Finish, finish. There's a freeze frame. There There's is a, a freeze Harry, frame. Harry style but it also fades out really fast. So we don't yep. get enough of that. She's like, the ending is so drab. It is so 
it was it should have been a much bigger deal. The ending came oh out of my nowhere. Gosh, like the credits rolled, and I was just like, "Whoa!" It was okay, very we're fast, done. Very fast. It's over. Super uh, pumped. Uh, DJ introduced Grams and Pops. We didn't say that. That was a really sweet reveal. I actually see. There's so much of this stuff that works in context yeah. for me that once we look at it, I'm like, "Why did I even feel anything when I was watching this?" Right. Yeah, know, guys, this was worth it. Yeah, this was a really good watch. Uh, yeah, it was a. It was definitely a good watch. The watching experience was a blast. It's fun. It's fun in the same way that like Mega Shark versus Croxilla or whatever that sci-fi one is fun. Oh, I know what you're talking about. There's Sharktopus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's tons of amazing ones. Well, I think it's time to rate this movie. What do you guys think? I'm I mean, ready. Like a, a great Christmas idea. Uh, and as we established last week, science has no place here. No place. power no. here. No. This is a place where only Christmas magic Only can Christmas comet miracles can happen here. Only also, comet we didn't even catch that. That's the full house reference in this one. Comet, the comet. dog. <laughs> and golden, golden retrievers. retrievers. Wow, there it is. Hmm. So uh, we here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have thrown to the wind our scientific cinema Get out of here, science. And instead for Christmas have come up with the Southern Living Hallmark Christmas scale. Love it. And it is this so many calories about these movies the best thing we can say it's going to be rejoice Mm -hmm. ah throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just do not care because this this is the tops for one of these movies the next best and middlest thing that we can say about one of these movies is going to be regift hey maybe you got it maybe you unwrapped it and maybe you know what it's okay maybe it's not for you though Hand that to somebody else, because you know what? It's going to be for them. Probably. <laughs> the worst thing we can say about one of these movies? Yeah. It's going to be receipt. As in, I sure hope you got a gift receipt, because you're going to want to take that back to your local super target, ASAP. Mm-hmm. Who would like to go first? Me. I'm going to give this movie a receipt mm. with a caveat. Okay. As a movie, this is maybe the worst thing I have ever sat through. This might be the worst hour and 28 minutes of visual is artistry. Is that all it is? I think so. Oh, my goodness. This might be the worst movie I've ever watched hour in my whole life. 21 minutes. 21. I was appalled. I was in pain, physical agony. But here's my caveat. For what it is and how bad it is, you have to watch it. Yeah. It is... I mean, I was never bored because of how hard I was laughing at how bad this movie... Like, you have to watch this movie. So um, this is a receipt for me. One of my favorite memories with my father is we were in Hannibal, Missouri, and it was actually a vacation. Hannibal was one of our stops either on the way or on the way back um, because we're going to an Andy Griffith show convention. I've been to two national Andy Griffith show conventions. How are we just now talking about It's wonderful. I've seen almost every episode until I got to color, and that's a whole other podcast. Um, check I'm out my letting, podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm Meet me at the fishing hole. I'll do an Andy Griffith show podcast with you. Dude, thank you so much. So anyways, we're in Hannibal, Missouri, and there's going to be an optical light show. And my dad and I are already kind of like with the vibe of how this was pitched in, in this small town, Hannibal, um, which a little history about Hannibal. That's where Mark Twain wrote. He had like the inspiration for Huck Finn and the island yeah. and everything's out there. So um, we go in and it's a museum, first of all, but then they've got a big 3D show. Um, so we got the museum. We saw some like Benjamin Franklin bifocals and things like that. Very cool. Very cool. Um, but then this very kind lady, uh, older lady comes out and brings us our 3d glasses guys. It's just the paper. One side's blue, one side's red. And we walk into kind of this carpeted amphitheater that we can already see what's going to happen because it's not dark enough. And so it's a 3d light show and it's only my father and I, and we're sitting on the front row and it's literally Christmas lights. It's just strings of Christmas lights. Um, there's a blow-up Santa. There's a dinosaur. The very end is a full, it is the full-length national anthem recording as we just stare at a lit American flag. <laughs> this was the light show. And it is, to to this day, one of my top three memories with my father because it's something that we we went in with with not expecting much, and then it gave us more in a completely unique Different way. Different way, yeah. yeah. I rejoice about this movie. Whoa! This is a rejoice Carter. for me because I, I I mean going into this we didn't we had no idea. I mean we knew it wasn't going to be Lord of the Rings, right? We knew that for sure. But then something happened in this one that like harkened me back to 
the days I'm at sick at home with mom and we're watching this awful sci-fi movies, the stuff that's just been a passion of mine for a long time to just look at something and just, just laugh at it. Like, and this is not what Hallmark wanted, right? No. This is not what they wanted at all. Not their goal here. But it is a, it's a complete rejoice for me. This movie was so bad, it was wonderful. Okay. Yeah. I rejoice. Yeah, it's going to be a rejoice for me as well. This is one of those movies, it's like, I don't know, my friends and I do this a lot. Listener, you may not do this with your friends. We'll often find just like a really, really bad cover of a song. Oh, I love it so mm. much. On YouTube and watch it over and over and over again. And Maybe that reveals something pretty mean-spirited about me, but <laughs> this is like the bad cover of a Christmas, of movie. A Christmas movie. It's yeah. like Hallmark was like, y'all seen It's a Wonderful Life? We can do that type of story way better. Oh, yeah. And then they made this, which is, it just defies explanation. It's oh, so bad. But I, I would, if, here's the deal. I promise if someone buys me the Blu-ray of this for Christmas, I will actually rejoice. I don't know what that will look like physically or emotionally, but it will happen. Quick question for you guys. Do you think, first of all, and if you do, I need a percentage after that, of the people who have seen this movie from beginning to end, do you think there's anybody that cried? Oh, a hundred percent. Guys, this is, that's crazy. My wife like, did. I can almost each their guarantee. Own. Guys, I can guarantee my wife did while we were watching it. She did. Yes. That's wild. I mean, have you met Jess? I have. Okay. Guys. Yeah. Have I? <laughs> and what a fun like and yes we plan ahead as a podcast we're sure. we're gonna do this and then this and then this i can't say how much fun i've had with like how eye-opening things like fast and furious and because we're just diving into cultures guys like this is a culture 150 and they're not slowing down 15 yeah. new movies a year they did 17 new movies in 2017 they have done 32 movies in 24 months that's pretty unreal. That's insane. Oh, that is insane. Like these are, we talked about it a little bit last week. These are like a technical achievement in their own right. Yeah. The fact that these exist is a miracle. Yeah. Like Bonkers. a comet. Like a, like a charisma a comet. Like a flashlight in the fog, which is what the comet looked like. Speaking of how awful and wonderful these Christmas movies are, I think it's finally time to reveal what our plan is for our surprise at the end of our series. We do oh. have a, a bit of a Christmas comment that's going to soar right over yes. your heads and smush Toby. Releasing on Christmas Day will be our bonus episode for the Christmas season. And I am realizing more and more how much not a daunting task this it's will pretty be. Pretty open funnel, huh? Yeah, yeah Pretty yeah. open. Yeah, we yeah. are... Going to be actually right after we finish this episode, beginning the process of writing our very own yeah. Hallmark Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. And on December 25th, 2018, we will be releasing an episode where we, yeah. Two Chunks and a Hunk, will be pitching that movie to you, yep. our dear listeners. Yep. And if any of you have any connections with Hallmark, we would love to get in touch with them. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have phone. a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a real good um, Yeah. We, we did some brainstorming about it last time we were all together and genuinely very, very excited about this. I think this is going to be really, really fun. Unironically yep. very excited about this. Yep. 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 We do have some shout outs from iTunes that we want to give. Uh, these people all left us reviews and Thanks. we are very grateful for those. Thank you. Uh, this week's shout outs go to iTunes users EH3292, mm. Joy T. Oliveira. I'm sorry, Joy, if I'm mispronouncing oh, your name. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Stan Popkiss. Gingerfro13, iOS Jake, Random Stuff, and okay, come on, 72929 semicolon exclamation point. They get they get so weird because podcasts, iTunes podcast asks you to make you to make a user. You can't put it up unless you make one. And obviously many people have left reviews all over the world. So you can't reuse the <laughs> yeah. same one. Some some truly bonkers names from some truly bonkers people who actually like our show. So thank Apparently. you so much. Guys, just a reminder. A, a great pace. Just a reminder, uh, if you if you're one of these seven people who submitted a review, please send us some sort of documentation or a yeah. screenshot of the fact that this is you. Yeah. Because we want to give you a Christmas gift. We're extending that offer to anybody who leaves a new review on our show between now and December 25th. That's only good for 2018. So please leave us a review. Yep. Send us a screenshot of it, and we will add you to our Christmas gift list. Yeah, yeah. let us yeah. know. And it really helps us out when you leave us a review because, as we've said before, we are trying to get up to 200 iTunes 200. reviews so that we can become licensed and endorsed Rotten Tomatoes movie critics. And let me tell you, seven a week, that'll get us there. That'll get That's us there. That's a good number. If, Keep if, doing if, it, everyone. If Hallmark can make 15... 
semi-full-length movies in one year, we can get a handful of reviews. That's true. We can and we can that. get even one subscriber. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm over that, guys. I really am. Like really? I yeah. I know I've been really hard on the subscribers. Um, so I don't know. Is, this is sort of a journey back to kind Carter. Yeah, it's a journey back to kind Carter. I, I, um, I'm proud of you, by the way. Yeah, I just had a... Uh, DJ I, inspired us. I had All a, of us. I just decided that, you know, I think it's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I couldn't hold it. I was trying. I was really trying to play. <laughs> I'm awful at poker. <laughs> All of you guys who haven't subscribed, die now. Okay, oh, right? Oh, wow. 1-800-DIE-NOW. Yikes. Guys, That's not even a full Here's the thing. During the holiday season, you're sitting at tables sure. with family with a lot of phones in arm's length. Mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm, I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm not asking only you to subscribe. Reach over and have them subscribe. Mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of your, like, I, I don't know what else to say. It is so easy to a subscribe to the podcast. It. <laughs> it's so easy. A caveman could do it. It's so easy. Candace Cameron Bure in any Hallmark movie could do it. Yes. And she's never seen a cell phone. It's so easy she could buy eggs Sunday. <laughs> I'm yeah, I am just subscribe. Like it's so easy, guys. Yeah, do it. Yeah, it's very easy. Please. Uh so those are the ways that you can help us as a show grow and reach our full big boy potential. Yay! Just as a reminder, we have social media. We're those cool millennial guys that you know. So follow us on those. We at two chunks it. on Twitter, at two chunks and a hunk on Instagram. Please do that. Do it. And part of the thing too about subscribing in all seriousness is I mean, now's the time. If you're one of those people that you kind of held on to that band for a while because you knew them before anybody else did, and then they got big, and then you were like, hey, I knew, I, I, I'm I the one who introduced you to them, you know? I mean, Dawes. Yeah, you introduced Dawes me to band, Dawes. Introduced Dawes to Doge. Yeah. We ended up being at the same concert. That's yeah. a great They're feeling. They're my favorite band now. Yeah. Guys, the time, your window's getting smaller. It's true. It's about to blow up. Like, it's a snowball. There's I mean, a, there's a comet coming. coming. It's there's a comet coming. And you don't want to be a bandwagon Two Chunks fan. Nobody wants that. You need to get in now. We'll be back at you next week with the finale to our Hallmark Christmas series. Every Christmas has a story starring Aunt Becky Yay! from Full House. In Every Christmas has a story, a television personality accidentally lets it slip on air that she hates Christmas and then must try to repair her image by spending the holidays at the most Christmas-crazed town in the country with her ex-boyfriend, Necessary. the show's producer. Yeah, for sure. Yikes. The special town begins to slowly change her outlook on Christmas and reevaluate her feelings. Yay! Uh, so that's going to be a good one. Make sure you tune in for that. We're so excited. No, no we're That feels excited. appropriate. That feels like an we're appropriate excited. word for yeah. that. Yeah. How are we ending this one, boys? Okay, for our sign-off today, we have to pick another Full House cast member instead of Candace Cameron Bure to play the main character of all of these movies. But here's the twist. It has to be one of the Olsen twins and can't be Mary-Kate. Who do you choose? I'm Jordan Wonders, and I choose Ashley Olsen. I'm Doge, and I choose uh, Joey's gopher puppet who likes wood, the woodchuck puppet. That's Sorry, that doesn't stay within the rules and parameters that I just set. And I'm Carter, and I thought this was n- always going to be a secret, but you've put me in a place. I've never watched Full House. Wait. I've never seen an episode of Full House. Wait. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. Y'all are just like DJ Tanner this whole time, and I'm like, mm, that's fun. <laughs> Guys, I've never, I've never seen Full House. I'm embarrassed. Are you kidding me? And it's me? been revealed here. Whatever happened to predictability? Sim- Semi live. The Paperboy. Evening TV. Guys, I've never seen it. I'm not on this page. Would you say that you miss your old familiar friends? They're waiting for you just around the bend. Everywhere you look. I know about the song. <laughs> not seen it. I just knew Bob Saget was in it. He was. That's yeah. good. That you're and right. John Stamos. And John Stamos is right. That's it. And Candace and Cameron Bray. And the Olsen twins. Yeah. So there and we go. the girl that played Stephanie, whose name I forget. Jody, Jody Sweet. Sweet. Still yeah, never seen right. an episode. The Beach Boys are in one of them. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.